Motiversity family, it's Marcus Taylor. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the Motivation Daily Podcast by Motiversity, one of the top 50 podcasts in the world. If you enjoy listening to Motiversity and this podcast, you need to download the Mindset Daily Motivation app. On it, you'll gain access to thousands of motivational speeches, including Motiversity's and mine. And now, with the new Mindset Alarm feature, you can start each day with purpose, waking up to powerful audios like this one. You may be average, you may be ordinary, but you have the opportunity every single day to make extraordinary decisions. And what you do today will determine your future. To download Mindset, just go to MindsetApp.com or search for Mindset Daily Motivation on the Apple or Google Play Store and listen to motivational speeches while getting ready for the day. Click the link to download Mindset now and get ready to transform your life. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I believe everyone is born with the ability to apply effort. I can't prove that. You know, some people might be, you know, I, I know I was not destined to be a basketball player. You know, some people were born with that specific skill. But I do believe that we can build potential by using effort and making the choice to commit to something. So I can't really prove that you're supposed to be something, like you should be something. But I can say that with choice and effort, you can go really damn far. You can't outdo the need for time and consistency. Intensity still has its place, don't get me wrong, but misplaced intensity, I, I feel, is the number one reason why people fail their goals. And that's not just fitness. That's with business, that's with personal relationships, that's with everything. Instead of just adding intensity, you have to be consistent over time. Not consistent for two days, not consistent for two weeks, over time. You know, if you do the work, you will more than likely get there. But if you don't do the work, you definitely won't get there. So if I'm in between a possibility or likelihood and a definitely not, I'm going to go with the possibility and likelihood. And that's by doing simple work. You don't have to go crazy. Do the work. Just because you're in a library doesn't mean you're studying. And I can promise you going into a bank doesn't make you a millionaire. You have to do the work. You have to put in the time and you have to give yourself the energy. Are you trying your best? 
Only you can answer that. Because on days I can only give 60% and I give 60%, I give 100. I respect those people so much more that can only give a little and give it their all than a person who has endless potential but chooses to only give 60%. Effort is everything. And you can decide, are you putting in the most amount of effort that you can? Motivation comes after action. The question is not how do you develop the motivation to keep going. The real question is how do you develop the discipline to do the stuff you need to do even when you don't feel like doing it. Floss one tooth. Go to the gym and lift one weight one time. Then you can stop. Then you can go home. Then you can stop. More than likely because you already got there, because you already started, you're going to finish. Getting there is the majority of the issue. The discipline to start, that's what you need. The motivation to keep going comes after the action to start. So on those days you don't feel like it, if you know you need to, you have to. It's the same thing with a job. I can promise you, almost anyone who works a job, they bet those days were like, I don't wanna to go to work today. On their way to the work, <laughs> they're still going because they, they tell themselves they need to. And I could ask both of you, do you need to work? And more than likely, you'd probably say yes. I could ask anyone watching, do you need to work? And more than likely, everyone would probably say yes. And I will say, no, you don't. That's a lie. That's a lie that you're telling yourself. You don't need to work. You could be homeless. You could give up everything you own and you could live on the streets. You could. So it's not a need, it's a want. It's a desire to not be homeless. It's a desire to maintain the life that you have. And if we have an ability to turn a desire into a necessity like we do with our job, you have the same ability to turn a desire of fitness goals into a necessity to do it regardless of how you feel. So I was born with a physical disability. I was born with two fingers on my left hand and a shorter left arm. And now I have a super cool bionic arm. But, you know, the majority of my life, I hid my disability. For 17 years, I hid my hand. You know, I was bullied. I was like so depressed and like mental health just wasn't a thing for me because I was just a one-handed guy living in a two-handed world. You know, when everyone stares at you, when everyone makes fun of you, when you're kind of segregated and shown to be the monster, you know, it takes a toll. And unfortunately, there are so many labels that get put on people, especially people with disabilities. You know, when you think about synonyms for disability, you think of weak or broken or useless or helpless or less than and I don't know if you can imagine being a kid living a life they didn't ask for being labeled weak or broken you know so that really hurt me and for 17 years I hid my disability up until a few years ago so uh, I had to build this persona of fake confidence and I kind of became that person that everyone's like oh yeah that's just the guy who hides his hand but I had this fake sense of confidence about my disability and pretended like it didn't exist. And I did that for almost, you know, 20 years. I tried to do everything to numb out uh, the pain of being different, the pain of feeling like I wasn't enough. And I know a lot of people can probably sympathize with that. We go through so much and it's so much to deal with at once that we're, we want to run from it. We want to hide from it. And that's what I did. I hid my hand. I hid my feelings. I hid my emotions. I tried to numb out the world, and more specifically, I tried to numb out my world by running from something that one, I didn't ask for, and two, I didn't deal with. So I was diagnosed with type one diabetes, which is an autoimmune disease at 19 years old. And 
that was a massive wake-up call. That was a catalyst for asking the most important question I've ever asked myself in my life. What can I do with where I'm at right now to make this suck a little bit less? You know, and that question just constantly went on in my mind. Like, how can I become more than what's happened to me? How can I become more than the circumstance that I hate? But how can I not let that hate towards a circumstance I can't control, control me? And I just started asking myself that question over and over. And my decisions, my behaviors, my actions, my thoughts started to replicate, you know, that question. And I really feel like that question was the catalyst uh, to get to where I'm at now. We get addicted to this, like, making everything beautiful, making everything, like, amazing. And sometimes we have to be real. Some situations do suck. They do. And we have to allow them to suck and not invalidate the fact that it does suck. Now, there's a difference between dwelling on something and acknowledging the reality of something. For me, I was like, okay, I'm going to acknowledge that I don't like this. But I'm also going to acknowledge that I don't want to stay in this feeling. Because if I already have to go through this diabetes, I already have to go through being different, I already have to go through feeling like a monster, I don't have to beat myself up in my own head, you know? If you get a flat tire on the side of the road, you don't set your car on fire, you deal with the flat tire, but that's what I felt like I was doing, and a lot of people do. A lot of people set the car on fire, instead of addressing the main issue, they build upon it and make it worse. So, that question really built and built and built. Now. A good question doesn't lead to an amazing outcome immediately. It still took me five plus years, six plus years to get the most comfortable and confident with who I was and figuring out that question. But that was a catalyst for sure. The 20 year old version of me take that advice. You have a right to what you're feeling, but just because you feel it doesn't mean it's real. Feelings are not facts. And I would try to get myself to question those negative thoughts and really try and understand that just because you feel a certain way, just because you feel people are staring at you, just because you feel less than, doesn't mean you have to invest in that thought. If we all invested in every thought we had, we'd probably be crazy, you know? Um, we get some negative random thoughts that come across our minds sometimes, and I'm not a, a crazy positivity hippie, so to speak. You know, I wouldn't be standing in a burning building chanting positive affirmations. I would get the hell out. You know, my job is to not let my mind take over. And that's when I win and when I lose and everything in between. So in talking to that 20 year old version of myself, you're valid for what you feel. But at the same time, you are not, it's not a necessity to act out those feelings. You have a choice between what you think and what you do. And that choice is everything. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.